Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Everything a Human Needs to Know. In this episode, we're going to be doing a read-aloud of Alice in Wonderland. We hope that you enjoy. One One sunny sunny afternoon, afternoon, Alice was in her garden, listening to her sister reading. Once or twice she had peeped into the book, but it had no pictures or conversations in it. What is the use of a book, thought Alice, without pictures or conversations? Alice soon fell asleep, but woke up to some time hearing later, hearing a noise. She looked around for her sister, but found herself alone. Suddenly, a white rabbit with pink eyes ran by her. He was dressed in a blue suit and was carrying a large pocket watch. He kept saying to himself, Oh dear, oh dear, I shall be too late. I wonder why he is in such a hurry, thought Alice. She jumped up when she saw the rabbit take the watch out of his waistcoat pocket. Out of curiosity, she followed him out of the garden and into the woods, for she realized just that never had she seen a rabbit wearing a waistcoat, nor had she seen a rabbit carrying a pocket watch. She followed him until he disappeared down a hole near a big tree. Before she could stop herself, she found that she too had entered the rabbit hole. As she crawled on her knees, she said to herself, It's so dark in here. Why, where on earth did the rabbit disappear to? The rabbit hole went straight on like tunnel and then dipped down so suddenly Alice had no time to finish her thought before she found herself falling down what seemed to be a very deep well. Ah! screamed Alice as she fell deeper into the hole. She fell for what seemed a very long time. Either the well was very deep or she fell very slowly for she had plenty of time as she went down to look around her and wonder what was going to happen next. First, she tried to look down and make out where she was going, but it was too dark to see anything. Then she looked at the sides of the wall and noticed that they were filled with cupboards and bookshelves. Here and there, she saw maps and pictures hung upon pegs. Alice took down a jar from one of the shelves as she passed. It was labeled orange marmalade, but to her great disappointment, it was empty. She did not want to drop the jar for fear of killing somebody, so she managed to put it on one of the cupboards as she fell past it. Would the fall ever end? She started wishing her cat Ditto was with her. Suddenly, she landed on a pile of dry leaves. She got up and dusted the leaves off her. She then looked up and saw the white rabbit running down a narrow quarter. She ran after him and she could hear him say, Oh dear, oh my, I'm late, I'm late. She called out to him, Mr. Rabbit, please wait. When Alice had turned the quarter, the white rabbit had disappeared. She found herself in a long, low hall, which was lit by a row of lamps hanging from the roof. She saw a number of doors before her. She tried them all and found they were all locked. She sadly walked from one end to another, wondering, how am I going to get out of here? She saw a glass table with nothing but a tiny golden key on it. She looked around to see if the key would open the doors, but the locks were too big. Suddenly, she noticed a small curtain that she hadn't seen before, covering a very tiny door. She tried the golden key and to her delight found that the key opened the tiny door. Alice opened the door and found that it led to a small passage. She knelt down and looked along the passage as the most beautiful garden she had ever seen, with bright flower beds and cool fountains. Oh, said Alice, how I wish I were small enough to fit through this door. I would love to go into that garden. She looked around to see if she could find another key and found a little bottle with glass on a table with a note that said, Drink me, in beautifully painted letters. She tasted the liquid in the bottle and finding it very nice, she soon finished it off.
The moment she finished the last drop, she became tiny. She was now only ten inches high. To her delight, she was small enough to go through the door to the tiny door. She ran to the door and tried to open it, only to see that it was locked. Alice had forgotten the golden key on the glass table, which was now as big as the mountain. She kept trying to climb to the top, but she kept slipping. After many times, Alice sat down and started to climb. When she stopped crying, she saw a tiny glass belt under the table with the words, Eat me, beautifully marked out in currants. Wiping her tears, Alice took a bite of the cake that was inside the box. She thought to herself, If by eating this, I grow bigger, I can get the key under the door. If I can grow smaller, I can crawl under the door and get to the other side. I will get to the garden no matter what. Chapter 2 A Pool of Tears Alice had eaten a small piece of the cake and checked to see if she had grown in size. To her disappointment, she hadn't even grown an inch. Shrugging her shoulders, she finished off the cake. And then, she suddenly grew. Curiouser and curiouser, cried Alice. She was so surprised for a moment, she forgot how to speak English properly. Now I'm opening up like a telescope. And a rather large one. She looked down to see her feet had... She looked out at her feet only to see that she had grown so tall she couldn't even see them. Goodbye, feet. I wonder who will put on your shoes and stockings for you, she called. Just then, the top of her head struck the roof of the hall. She was at least nine feet tall. She picked up the golden key and turned to the door. Poor Alice was so huge that going through the door was impossible. She sat down and began to cry. Huge tears dropped from her eye. She cried so much that soon there was a pool of tears around her, spreading around the hall. At that moment, she heard the patter of feet. She quickly dried her eyes to see who was coming. It was the white rabbit, splendidly dressed with kid gloves in one hand and a large fan in the other. He kept saying to herself, Oh dear, the Duchess, wouldn't she be upset if I kept her waiting? As she neared Alice, he call- she called out, If you please, sir. To her surprise, he jumped in fright at seeing her. He dropped the fan and gloves and ran as fast into darkness as he could. Alice picked up the fan and started fanning herself, all while muttering, Dear me, everything is so odd today. Yesterday things went on as usual. I wonder if I've changed today. Was I the same person when I got up this morning? If not, then who am I? Ah, uh, that's a great puzzle. As she said this, she looked down and saw that she had put on one of the gloves while she talked. Now, how could I have done that unless I'm getting smaller, she wondered. She stood up and measured herself. She realized she was two feet tall and rapidly shrinking. It was because of the fan. The more she fanned herself, the more she shrunk. She quickly dropped the fan. That was a narrow escape. Now for the garden. She ran back to the door, happy to see it was the right size, but sad to see that the key was on the glass table as before. Things are worse than ever, thought Alice, for I was never just this small. Just then, her foot slipped and she fell into the salt water. Her tears. At first, she thought she had fallen to sea, but she realized it was the pool of tears she had made crying. She saw someone splashing her right. She swam near to figure out what it was. At first, she thought it must be a walrus or hippopotamus, but then she remembered how small she was now, and soon she realized it was only a mouse that had slipped into the salt water like herself. Would it be any use now, said Alice, to speak to this mouse? Everything is here so strange that it was quite like that he will talk. There's no harm trying. She began. Oh, mouse, do you know the way out of this pool? I am very tired of swimming about in here. Oh, mouse! The mouse looked at her inquisitively but said nothing. Perhaps she doesn't understand English. Maybe he's a French mouse, she thought, so he tried French. Oi est mon chat, which in English meant, where is my cat? Suddenly the mouse slipped out of the water and shook with fright. Oh, I beg your pardon, cried Alice. I quite forgot that you don't like cats. 
Not the cats, shrieked the mouse. Would you like cats if you were me? Well, perhaps not, said Alice in the soothing throne. But don't be angry about it. You'd start liking cats after reading Jenna, my cat. She's such a darling. She stopped when she saw the mouse becoming angry. Oh, I beg your pardon. We won't talk about Jenna anymore if you'd rather not. Well, indeed, cried the mouse, who was trembling down to the end of the hall. As if I would talk about such a subject, our family has always hated cats. Nasty, low, vulgar things. Don't let me hear the name again. I won't indeed, promised Alice, eager to change the topic. Are you are you fond of, of dogs? Oh dear, I've offended you again. But the mouse was swimming as fast as he could, splashing water everywhere. She called out softly, Mouse dear, do come back. We won't talk about cats or dogs if you don't like them. On hearing this, the mouse turned around and swam slowly back. His face pale. He said in a trembling voice, Let us go to the shore. I will tell you a story of my life. Then you'll understand why I hate cats and dogs. Alice found, looked around and saw that the pool was now crowded with bird, animals and birds. There was a duck, a dodo, which was a big, clumsy bird that couldn't fly, and an eaglet, a brilliantly colored parrot called a lorry, and several other curious creatures. Alice led the way, and the whole party swam to shore. And that's the end of chapters 1 and 2 in Alice in Wonderland. We hope that you liked it. I think it was a good story. What do you think, Faven? It was pretty good. Yep. So we won't return to this story. Next time, we'll be previewing another story. If you guys want to read, it's Alice, Alice in Wonderland by Lewis Carroll. Thank you. We hope you have a wonderful day.